0: Hi, have you ever had to make a choice between a safe role that you know well, which will keep you moving forward, versus something new and different and unknown that could really accelerate your career, but equally it could turn out to be a dead end or even a career disaster? Do you take the safe, boring route to the top or do you roll the dice and take what might be the biggest gamble of your career? How do you choose? Today we talked to Prasad about exactly that kind of choice and how he made the decision between a safe, lucrative job offer with a leading global brand versus joining an upstart on its growth journey. So Prasad, thanks so much for joining us today. We're keen to hear about your experiences, but first, would you like to tell us a bit about yourself?
1: Hey, sure, and thanks for having me, Amit. And hello to the listeners. Uh, I'm Prasad, I'm the global head of support at Vault, a fast growing delivery platform based in Helsinki, Finland and operational in 23 markets, including Germany and Japan. I joined about a year and a half ago. And uh, Support is the top competitive differentiator at Vault. And and my goal is to ensure that we can scale these operations efficiently without diluting what makes us special. And previously, I worked at Uber Eats and EMEA in in a regional operations team. I worked in customer success at Graph Food in Singapore and uh, in a courier support role in Singapore as well. And that was with you, Amit. I did my MBA at Cambridge, and before that I used to work in investment banking in in the UK. I'm loving my role at Vault, but it was a big gamble, and and that's what we're going to be talking about today.
0: Yeah, I remember actually when we first talked about this role. I think it was around two years ago, right? Pretty much around uh, this time of the year.
1: Yeah, it was about two years ago, and uh, if I remember, I was in a bit of a, a stupor trying to figure out what to do. I called you because you were... The last manager that I really worked with that I felt a good connection with and who could really advise me on the next steps. And yeah, basically, you know, I found myself in a job that was a dead end as far as I was concerned. You know, I was working at Uber in Amsterdam as part of the EMEA central team. And following sudden, you know, org structure and management changes, I found myself in a role that was very different to what I signed up for. Uh, I wasn't learning anything. I was working on these low impact projects. I didn't have the creativity that I desired or the flexibility to choose my own projects. And I was basically, you know, stuck in a rut. And I was therefore open to new opportunities, you know, and, and long story short, I ended up applying for and, and getting two offers. So uh, one role was to relocate back to Singapore and work at Facebook in an APAC-wide team, you know, focused on regional operations uh, for their sales teams. And the other was to relocate to Helsinki and actually build out a, a central team for support at Vault for all our global uh, markets. So two quite different roles. Okay, so
0: Prasad, just so we are clear the choices you had were to stay at a truly world-changing unicorn or join what is one of the most sought-after companies in the world or move to a growth stage startup. Man, I plead for you. The hardship, seriously. No, I'm sorry. It's the first world problem. (laughs) Yeah, but seriously though, I think most people would kill to have any one of these options. So you were really lucky to have so many. But again, because these were all great opportunities, it must really have been a tough choice. So what was going through your mind?
1: Yeah, and not to sound ungrateful, but uh, you know, these were this was quite a big choice because you know, you have to think about your family and other things. So it was easily one of the hardest decisions I ever made. There were three outcomes basically, right? I, I would stay at Uber or I would join Volt or I would join Facebook. And there were so many issues to consider. It was quite overwhelming. It was almost like being paralyzed by this decision. I reached out to you, Ahmed, as I mentioned before, uh, but at the end of the day, only you and your gut feeling can make that decision. And and there were a few things to consider, right? So the first was the role itself. Would I be good at the role? Would I enjoy it, make an impact, you know, based on my experience at Uber, currently in Amsterdam, I I, I wanted to make sure the next job I did, I really enjoyed it uh, and I could challenge myself. So with Facebook, I was confident that I would do a good job. It was what I did before at Uber. However, I wasn't sure that, I would necessarily be so happy in the role because I wouldn't learn much. Uh, the role at Vault was definitely a, a higher impact role as I would be the director of support and therefore define and project manage the strategy for 23 countries. I had a broad idea of what I would work on but if you're leading such a large central team it, it would be quite diverse uh, and it was a real gamble. I mean what if I was over my head? What if I get fired? What if, you know? How would it look at my CV? There was a lot of this imposter you know, uh, syndrome kind of thinking, and I never had such a big responsibility before and and so much autonomy and visibility. So, you know, was I ready for it? All I knew was that Vault was more risky, but it also had a bigger reward in terms of learning and ownership. The next big factor was career trajectory. You know, where would I be in five years? And this was more clear, you know, Vault was definitely the better opportunity. I would fast forward at least five to 10 years of my career, and it would open a lot of doors in the future if you've had such a kind of big responsibility. However, Facebook is also a household name, so it, it would always be a good look on the CV. But I was aware that I'd be joining a team of five others at the same level. And so there's a risk that I would remain stagnant. And, you know, how quickly would my career progress? And uh, my age was an important factor here. You know, I was 33 at the time. I spent my 20s on another career path in banking. So I was acutely aware that joining Facebook, I could end up being lost in the grand scale of it all. And is that old analogy, right? Like, do you want to be the small fish in the... Big pond or the big fish in the relatively smaller pond. And another major factor was compensation. I mean, just to be realistic about it, you know, it's a very important factor. Facebook obviously pays very well, and when you take into account tax rates in Singapore, you could have a quite a comfortable and and and, and easy life. Volt also, on the other hand, made a very good offer, but there was a gamble. As as with a startup, you have a lot of it geared towards stock options, and based on my risk with Uber, you know, it kind of gave me a bit of uh, PTSD. And the final factor was relocation you know i lived in singapore before i loved it my wife and i had a great time there the weather the food the people travel opportunities bali you know where my wife and i want to end up in and also we're planning to have a kid so i would have loved to have them you know go to school in singapore helsinki on the other hand was a major major negative i left the uk for singapore to avoid the weather and you know helsinki makes the uk look like singapore So, and the food, uh, you know, the food is really bad and the cost of living is super high and the taxes are quite insane and I'm really selling Finland here, but actually, you know, with hindsight, I was quite, you know, wrong about a lot of that, but it is a great place for families. But anyway, when making the decision, you know, I was irrationally obsessed with Singapore and getting my hands on chili crab and durians again, you know. So anyway, there were positives and negatives of both and I was able to get Volt in Singapore and. That would have been an easy choice, but I couldn't. So I have to make a choice between these two and guide the next five years of my life at least.
0: Yeah, actually, that's true. I realize a lot of folks tend to move around frequently and and that's okay if it works for them. But a lot of career growth actually comes from sticking around, building credibility and being there for the big opportunities Mm -hmm. when they come along. So (laughs) yes, I think you were right to think about this as a longer term decision rather than just something to try out. Plus, of course, you had to relocate which made this a bigger deal than it would have been if you just stayed in Singapore. So how did you actually think it through?
1: Yeah, so as you can see, it was like a large diatribe in my head of all these different factors. So classically, you know, what you do is you write these things down in a, you know, for and against column and you try and figure it out. However, I, I didn't find this very useful as, as it was too static. I needed to understand how this decision relates to my past choices and how it relates to my future and where I want to end up in. So I actually ended up thinking of my career as a decision tree. So looking at my past decision making, plus where I wanted to end up in the future. So if you look at your career history, you can visualize it as a series of choices you have made, right? Whether it's taking on internships or courses or projects or relocations, joining another company or role. And as you make these choices, the future decision tree will unravel to give you a new set of permutations and new branches, etc. cetera. So as you walk through this past, you know, and make decisions at a particular node of that decision tree, you tend to make that rationally or irrationally based on the knowledge, principles, goals, and circumstances you have at that point in your life. So I tried to make sense of these historical choices from that perspective. What choices did I make that were good in the past? And what information was it based on? And what were the bad choices that I made that I needed to learn from? And you could obviously post rationalize here, but it's worth being really honest about what actually happened on your journey at that point in time, as you made those choices.
0: Hmm. Actually, uh, Prasad, this is a really interesting way to think about things. So essentially, not just as a forward looking list of pros and cons, but actually as a almost like a backward looking reflection on choices and how they worked out. So you can avoid making obvious poor, poor choices as you go
1: forward. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just to go through the example, so, you know, if you review my early career choices, it seemed my only goal was to earn a a big fat salary after graduation. I wasn't concerned about job satisfaction or some big hippie goal of, you know, helping society. (laughs) It it was a very basic decision tree with a lot of blind spots. You know, how do I get more money? And, And I was quite shocked when I remember my thinking back then. Okay, banking is what every one of my colleagues and students, uh, friends were doing. So they look like they have Rolexes, okay, great, let's do that. <laughs> so it didn't really matter that I was working 90 hours a week and hating my life, you know, dealing with the doom listening of Radiohead and The Smiths. It was just, let's move along this path until it gets better. But it didn't get better. I, you know, I really hated it. I wasn't very successful over time as I didn't care and I eventually burnt out. And given my blinker decision making, I was stuck on this decision tree branch of of banking and i didn't see how to traverse to a different branch of the tree i needed to retreat a few steps of this decision tree and given my limited options or knowledge of what i wanted to do or could do you know I was just seeing only part of this decision tree i eventually ended up deciding to do an mba i needed some breathing room and it was actually the best decision i ever made as i was able to take on you know multiple internships in multiple sectors i was able to benchmark myself against others and it brought me the knowledge of alternative career paths on this decision tree. gave me the confidence to try it out, but also it opened the doors to those paths because, you know, obviously having a, a good name on your CV like Cambridge will actually give you that, that opportunity. So sometimes it's actually worth going back and expanding your horizons and trying these other paths. And I, I eventually joined Uber in Singapore with you, Amit, in your team, where I was given a lot of freedom to drive these big changes um, that led to quite a lot of success. But then i made a couple of mistakes honestly you know by rejoining grab after they acquired uber's operations and then i also you know and in that role i felt i didn't have that much autonomy to drive change and then i joined uber in amsterdam and you know that's where this story begins right and you know it it was basically a a realization that in these roles i wasn't interested in doing the same thing every day or driving these small step changes i was really interested in these big big projects And, and yes based on this Analysis, you know, I realized, yes, the safer option was Facebook with this reliable compensation and living in Singapore would also be great. But I knew that if I needed to choose, uh, that I needed to choose the company that offered me the better role, not just the extraneous stuff incidental to the role like compensation or location. And I'm happiest when the job isn't the means to an end, but the end itself. And I was determined not to make the same mistakes again. And I was happy to take the gamble as the opportunity to take a role like this would not come about very often. And it also allowed me to jump ahead a few steps in my careers and open up these new opportunities, you know, given the seniority of the role.
0: Yeah, Prasad, this is, uh, man, seriously gold. The, the fact that you did the self-reflection at this stage in your career is in itself, I, I think, quite impressive. Most people don't do it even in their 40s or 50s or frankly ever. And I know I haven't. Actually, this whole conversation is kind of eye-opening for me as well. And I have to say getting self-awareness early on is fantastic and clearly like this process and the knowledge that you've gained through it will help you for the rest of your career and probably the rest of your life as well. But the million dollar question here, so now you made that choice, how did it work out?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and, and first, just to say that this thinking came about because of a huge number of mistakes I made in my 20s. I was pretty much, you know, falling down the decision tree rather than climbing up it with any kind of vision. <laughs> So it kind of just came about organically. But yeah, and based on this like thinking, I I turned out to be the best decision I ever made. I was very proud that I took the riskier role against the advice of, you know, pretty much everyone that I spoke to. I was the only one that wanted to do this, actually. And it it turned out to be the best option ever because, you know, I love my role. And i made sure that i didn't make a decision based on ex- these extraneous factors right and at vault i don't really consider it role i think of it actually as a passion or a mission without sounding too cheesy yes of course there are issues with living in helsinki and and my wife hates the cold but <laughs> <laughs> you know there are other things that make up for it and i you know i look forward to my my projects every day and i actually think about what, what would have happened if i took the other role in Facebook and. I'd always have this eye on this previous opportunity, and, and then regret forever.
0: Yeah. So Prasad, I think that was a honestly looking back, I think a, a good choice made. I know I was one of those people who also suggested that you should join Facebook. So I have to say I'm very happy that you decided not to take my opinion here. And I think the you know what you just said right now about regretting things forever, I think that's a point that will resonate with a lot of people listening in. We all made, made, and will continue making, I guess, choices that we regret. And while it might not be possible to eliminate all regret in life, at least we can minimize them. So what would you recommend to people worrying about making a tough decision or perhaps moving out of their comfort zone?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think firstly, I would say that we are all very different people with different objectives and at different stages in our life. And these things change and your decision-making criteria change as you go along your own decision path and my advice to those who are making such career choices is to first understand that variance right your decision making this year would have been different to what you chose last year maybe you have family maybe you have different savings numbers maybe your bitcoin price crashed i don't know but uh, you know these things happen and so the standard thing i would say is map out your historical decision making tree and understand why you took those steps What was rational and irrational? Did you give yourself enough choices? You know, was it the role, the money, the location, the prestige, you know, boredom or something else? And being very honest about that. Then evaluate what actually went well with those decision-making criteria. What were the good choices based on and what were the bad based on? Then if you look to your future career, you can apply those learnings to it. But first step is to just be cognizant that you need to understand that this is a variance throughout your life. And second, as you look to the future, your decision tree and you unravel it you have to look at both the immediate next steps but also the longer-term career at the end of that tree what does that end path look like and that's the problems that i had in my early 20s i was looking at the immediate next step not necessarily where i would end up in five years so sure you want that fancy next job with a high pay or a great location but what about in five years can you progress in that role will you end up in a dead end what options will you have at the end of this branch can you come back a step and correct it easily Also, the other way around is important too. If you don't enjoy your your current role and you sacrifice, if you can say that, the present for the future, you may not be successful or burn out or actually realize that goal in five years time. So you need to have this short and long-term thinking within that decision tree. And finally, I would advise you to open up your horizons as early on in your career as possible. So if you are in your 20s and, uh, you know, lucky you, you actually have that freedom to be able to traverse at different paths, try different things, open up yourself with opportunities so that you're not just blinkered by one one career path that you think is the only option. I know so many colleagues at Uber when we worked together Amit, that came from consulting or other areas and they realized that they wasted their early part of the career. But then again, it's part of your journey, right? You need to understand sometimes what you don't want to do. To be able to understand what you yeah. do want to do, yeah. so take every everything in its own merit, and yes, you you are post-rationalizing a bit, but then again, you have to learn from from your mistakes, and yeah, earlier in your career, it's better to correct your decisions <laughs> more more easily, obviously. So yeah, those are the three things I would say.
0: Yeah, so Prasad, thanks a lot. These are all extremely good points, and if I might summarize, so essentially, you're saying. First, we need to use our past decisions to honestly understand our motivations. And the word, uh, keyword here is honest. This is not an interview or a LinkedIn post, I guess, where you have to look your best. So no point fooling ourselves. And then we use that self-awareness to pick something that we will enjoy for the right reasons. And then figure out whether this next step in the journey has a longer term future, or whether it might turn out to be a dead end, in which case maybe we shouldn't take this next step. And all of this is made easier if you have a broader perspective, which you can gain by exploring the world outside your scope of work. Like you said, do an MBA or meet up with people or discuss with people who have different experiences. So, so Prasad, I think all of this is extremely valuable. A lot of people face this challenge on a pretty uh, frequent basis. And I think the way that you've structured this whole thought process using a decision tree and self-reflection, I think is, is something that any one of us can do, and not just early in your career. So, so thank you so much, Prasad. I really appreciate having you with us today. This was eye-opening, like I said, and now even I'm inspired to go think about my career and future journey in a whole new way. And by the way, for our listeners, if you have questions for Prasad, please click the link in the episode description and head to our show notes. We'll have a simple form there where you can submit questions and Prasad has kindly agreed to answer them via a future blog post. So thanks everyone so much for tuning in. Thank you Prasad for joining us. So we were Amit and Prasad on Job Talk and see you next time. Thanks, Amit.